Hello and welcome to Zero, our weekly newsletter repackaged in audio form because sometimes listening is just easier than reading. In Zero, we focus on four things. First is climate finance and startups such as venture capital and impact investing. The second is conscious leadership, including social equity and more visionary thinking. The third is personal development and productivity, including better routines and just getting more done. And then uh, number four, attempts, underscore attempts at humor, because life's too important uh, to be so serious all the time. All right, let's dive in. All right, so the first story here, ESG investing drivers, five uh, statistics to know. So these these five stats uh, hopefully can help uh, remind your audience that ESG investing is here to stay, which is quite the opposite uh, of what I heard in a, a closed door session at the end of the world's largest private equity and venture capital event in Berlin a few years back. And I uh, I paraphrase here, uh, ugh, ESG is such a distracting check the box exercise. I can't wait for this fad to pass. And paraphrased uh, a quote there. So uh, look, pretty different today, obviously. Here are the five, five stats. Number one, 95% of limited partners are either already evaluating ESG risk factors or plan to uh, this year. That's uh, PitchBook 2020. Sustainable Investment Survey is the source there. By the way, all of these uh, sources are linked in the actual newsletter uh, uh, in zero on, on Substack. Second bullet here, 80%, that is the CEOs who believe government, business, and the public will reward companies for taking meaningful action on global challenges over the next five to 10 years. This comes from a 2019 EY CEO imperative study. Third bullet, 40%. That is 40% faster growth in cash returns for companies, scoring among the highest in terms of their approach to ESG factors. This comes from RBC, Global Asset Management. As you, as you see here, these are uh, the sources are not, say, from an environmental NGO which I mean, I love, but, but to make these cases nice to have them coming from these kinds of sources, as I've mentioned, PitchBook, EY, RBC, and others. Fourth bullet, 3X, that is to say uh, three times, well, employees um, working at uh, uh, purpose-driven companies uh, are 3X as likely to stay working happily uh, as compared to those working at uh, normal companies. Obviously, the assumption is uh, if they're good employees, you want them to be working happily uh, longer versus the friction, of course, of finding uh, new talent to take their place. Last bullet, $4 trillion is the average annual investment needed to meet the UN Sustainable Development Goals, that is SDGs, by 2030. And we are definitely not on course. That is, that is not yet. This course comes from the United Nations. So hold on to the reins. This horse might finally be ready to gallop. Uh, Asterix, we'll come to that in a second. Uh, thanks to EY for putting together, I think at least four of these five 
uh, bullets, so lots more to read from them on the state of, uh, of ESG and private equity. All right, this tiny little asterisk here on the horse quote, you can take the Kentuckian out of Kentucky, but you can't take the Kentucky out of the Kentuckian, of course, referring uh, to me, roots in small town, Western Kentucky. All right, story number two, mixed bag, sustainable investing in private equity. Got uh, four sections here. The good news, 47% of investors plan to increase allocations to ESG-focused private equity funds in the next two to three years. Uh, the less good news, only 24% take ESG very seriously, quote unquote, including a mature ESG policy and process. Related to less good news, 32% of private equity managers only consider ESG on an ad hoc basis, but believe um, that uh, investment return is still most important, as if a trade-off is usually implied. I'm, I'm doubting that. The data tends to doubt that as well. Uh, or th this also that is encapsulated in this 32% number, they just don't view ESG risks as important at all. Uh, Similarly, when it comes to climate specifically, two more buckets here. The good news, 83% of PE firms viewed climate as a risk to their portfolio companies in 2019. <laughs> well, is it a good thing? It's a good thing they're aware uh, of the risk. Of course, not so good that um, there is likely a risk. The less good news, only 31% were doing uh, anything about it. So quite a, quite a gap here. Uh, lots of great visuals on this, this same topic, that is ESG and private equity, coming from Ernst & Young, EY, and PwC. Again, links to those uh, delightful reports here uh, in Zero. Story number three, 12 climate tech companies to watch. This comes from Bloomberg. So each year through their Pioneers pro, uh, program, Bloomberg NEF, uh, New Energy Finance, picks the most impactful and original technology innovations for advancing the low carbon economy. Uh, as of last week, here are, uh, rather, here is the cohort of innovators and each kind of section is tied to a particular challenge. So let's start with challenge number one, maybe not the top of most people's uh, minds, but maybe, maybe should be, managing and optimizing long haul freight. So plenty of that, of course, these days. First company, Convoy, US-based company, uh, digital freight network to optimize truck shipments. Number two, Nautilus Labs, also US-based, AI-based uh, efficiency for ocean commerce with predictive decision support. Third company, On Truck out of Spain, digital transportation company combining automation and machine learning to reduce waste in logistics. Let's go to challenge number two, advancing materials and techniques for sustainable products. First one, Semvita factory. This is US-based uh, microbial engineering to convert carbon dioxide or methane into carbon negative industrial chemicals. So turning turning a, a liability or, or waste into assets, always a well, almost always a good thing. Second company in this challenge kind of category, PyroWave out of Canada, 
microwave technology to supply the chemical industry with recycled raw materials. A third company in this challenge, VS Separations, US-based electrification of energy intensive separation steps in chemical production. Pretty, pretty cool stuff. Let's go to challenge number three, monitoring and understanding our changing planet. First company here, Pachama out of the US, machine learning with satellite imaging to measure carbon captured in forests. Number two, planet, that's uh, also US-based. Global daily satellite imaging to better manage risk across various sectors. Third one here, QLM technology out of the UK, camera systems to visualize and quantify greenhouse gas emissions. Okay, our fourth bucket, not tied to any particular challenge. This is their, this is Bloomberg's uh, wildcards category. 75F, uh, US-based, so IoT-based building management system for greater efficiency, health, and comfort. Second one here, eco or e-concrete. It's kind of eco plus concrete combined into one. Out of Israel, technology for marine infrastructure that boosts concrete strength and creates an active carbon sink. And finally, Pivot Bio, uh, also out of the U.S., nitrogen-producing microbial products that can replace synthetic fertilizers. So again, really, really, really cool, cool stuff here. So that was one, two, three. We're on to our uh, fourth story, fourth out of, out of five stories here. Title, who is on your climate justice advisory panel? <laughs> oh, wait, who has one? Uh, almost uh, nobody. So I guess the challenge here, either create one or make this uh, topic uh, part of the existing board's duty. Uh, said differently, if no one is watching or asking uh, these questions, well, no surprise, uh, nothing changes. We've got a link here to the White House's new Environmental Justice Advisory uh, Council, and you can read more about this topic in, in GreenBiz. Okay, our fifth and final storyline, uh, Atomic Habits, that's really kind of in, in capital letters, uh, Tiny and Powerful. This is an Amazon bestseller, a book called Atomic Habits from James Clear. And I'm saying, look, it's an important read. I'm in the process uh, right now because and I've got a, a, an excerpt from uh, the book, maybe the book cover, in quotes, habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. Same way that money multiplies through compound interest, the effects of your habits multiply as you repeat them. They seem to make little difference on any given day, and yet the impact they deliver over the months and years can be enormous. It's only when looking back two, five, or perhaps 10 years later that the value of good habits and the cost of bad ones become strikingly apparent in quotation. I was also uh, delighted to see that our 15-year-old son, who's digesting this book via his daddy reading, quote unquote, assignment, found this insight below to be particularly poignant. And I, I paraphrase here, uh, the energy used to heat an ice cube from say 25 to 31 degrees Fahrenheit is not wasted, although it may feel like it. Instead, it's a required investment and commitment, which ultimately leads to something amazing with the final push of just 
one more degree to 32 degrees as the ice melts. So kind of taking big, big picture here. If you're feeling frustrated about something, and in parentheses, aren't we all, obviously, as if you're wasting time, capital, or social credibility, among other things, just remember that a phase change happens almost instantly, but only, importantly, only after you've put in sufficient energy. All right, again, From Atomic Habits um, by James Clear. Okay, folks, that is it for this edition of Zero. Thanks for listening to Zero. If you've got feedback, please connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, That's Chris Wedding. And uh, drop me a note. Uh, Feedback is, as they say, uh, the breakfast of champions. All right. Uh, I know you hear the following request a lot, so just just bear with me here. Uh, We'd really appreciate it if you left a review and subscribed to Climate Torch. Um, this is not for us. This really helps others discover this content and join the cause of tackling climate change through finance and startups by really learning about uh, super cool, uh, uh, growing uh, climate startups and investors in the space that have that have learned a thing or two. So we don't need to repeat uh, the same mistakes. Got to get there quicker. All right. Until next time, make it a great week, because if you don't, well, who will? All right. All done. Peace.